Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there, welcome back. Laurie and Julia show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And as you know by now, we are your everything award show station. We'll cover them all, starting with Sunday's 76th Golden Globe Awards. That'll be on NBC. 7 o'clock is the start time for that award show this year. And, of course, we'll be talking about it before the show, leading up to the show. And we'll be giving you plenty of coverage next Monday after the show is over, including, of course, on this particular show, breaking down those red carpet fashions. I can't wait. I know it. Apparently, no, Matt Lauer is just not having fun. He really misses work. He's going to miss the Olympics. He liked the Golden Globes. He's just sitting at home playing cards with a few friends and picking up his kids and doing stuff while Les Moonves parties on the big big yacht. Wait, wait for Les Moon, Moonves to get in on a big $560 million yacht. It looked it's like a cruise what's his name? David, yeah. David Geffen. David Geffen, yeah. yeah. They, they go way yeah. they go way back. Yep. And those Hollywood people stick together. Yeah, they the do. The moguls. The moguls, as mm-hmm. it were. As it were. Yes. Um, all right, so are we going to play Jeopardy, Danny? Yes, yeah. well, of course we are. It's oh, Wednesday. Well, I was just Wednesday trying. I was just postponing it. You've been doing so well lately, though. You yeah. have? Yes. How you quickly you forget. Maybe. Okay. I won once last right. month. Yeah, you win the music one. All right, here we go. 80s television here on Full oh. House. Oh. Full House? I, Johnny, I spent it. the whole 80s going out. We never watched out. these we things. Never right, home, but ask but, us. Okay, well, it's ask been us. Runs anyway. I don't even on, know who's in it. On Full House, yeah. it, it was how Danny and Jesse were related. How they were they cousins. Were? I don't even know uh-huh. who they are. No. Uncle. Uncle and nephew. No. no. Dan- I don't even know who Danny well, and Jesse are. Well, Jesse was your Jesse guy. was Uncle Jesse. Oh, John uh, how, Stamos. And Danny's his friend. They his were college kid. roommates. College roommates. No. <gasps> is is Jesse know. the other old guy on it? No, no Jesse, Jesse is, is John Stamos. Stamos. Uncle, Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Okay, so who's the other person? The uh, kid. Oh, how they're related? Yeah. It was his brother's child. He's the uncle. Lori just said that. Uh, no, no, we no, don't know, Donnie. No. They were, I have no they idea. Were, they were brothers-in-law. Brothers-in-law. Uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I would have heard sure that. I might have that. No, wanted didn't to say, say that. that. Was right, coming let's move out on, next. shall we? This TV I... comedy, TV comedy won the most Emmys in the eighties. What is it won, Mash? It won twenty-eight over the course of was eleven Lori right? seasons. Mash? Lori is not right. All in the family. Okay. No. Nope. Eighties. What is Seinfeld? So I have good guess, but no, that is not it. Are we doing this in a question? Right, like what, is, yeah, what is, um, what okay, is, in the 80s? In the 80s, 28. What is Emmys. Cheers? Cheers is right on. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Lori gets a point. 
That's a good one, Lori. I don't know how I didn't get that one. All right, here we go. He played Jack Dawson in this 90s blockbuster. Who is Leonardo DiCaprio? That's correct. From Titanic. I'm just going to sit back. (laughs) Two for Lori. Next one. Molly, you in danger, girl, said Odame Brown in this hit movie. The Help. Mm, no. no, it's from The Color Purple. Mm, no. No, it's from uh, the one with Whoopi Goldberg, Ghost. Ghost is correct. Mm-hmm. Oda May, remember? Oda May. She was yes, a I can't remember which. Uh, yes. yep. The psychic, she won an Oscar for that. Yes, she did. That's, you're correct. Mm-hmm. Lori, yes. you are on a roll. Lori's got three out of four. Mm-hmm. Make sure make it four out of five. Let's see. Uh, it was a number one hit for Jefferson Starship. We built this damn city. That's correct. Julia. I we hated that song. Yeah. <laughs> Julia's retitled it until we built this damn city. I know. Right. And rock and roll. And then they said it 17 more times and they called yeah. it a song. Well, they, Number one. It was, they've been a long time between hits. Yeah, I remember Go that. Go Ask Alice or what was this, What was her song? White Rabbit. White Rabbit. Yeah, and, uh, uh, oh my gosh. Days. Long, that is long a long time. That is a long span. Twenty-something years. Yes. Did they change the name of their band? Then was it Jefferson's? They were Jefferson Airplane, then Jefferson Starship, then just plain Starship. Yeah. After oh, that. Oh, they should. Why'd they lose Jefferson? That was the key time. No idea. Yeah. Here's me. He well, died. There nobody in Here's the what I wrote Jefferson. for Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You know who, what, <laughs> when, where. Yeah. Is usually I wrote what, who, whore. Yeah, what who more? It's very different. Okay, so I know. What is that? I know. I know. Donnie posted, and maybe you're going to talk about the first fashion trend of 2019. It is posted, and okay. we can discuss. We can discuss because but, I've got all those inspirational things to start off your new year. All right. Well, the cut um, is did a, you know they're like a fashion. Yeah, yeah. Um, according to the cut, fashion mm-hmm. forecasters, trend forecasters, and fashion insiders are saying. That low-rise jeans are coming back. Are coming back, but so far Twitter and Instagram are not is having not, it. They're not having it. Um, people. I mean, I give you like um, I still Lindsay have, Lowen and Paris yeah, Hilton in the two thousand, like two thousand and one, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, it it's. I think people's belly are is in no mood for this. And I also think <laughs> that history is doomed to repeat itself. Uh, and if you wear this fashion trend, you too will look back on oh. the photos of you, unless you, unless, unless you have like zero body fat, right. no, but mm. John, uh, jutting hip bones, hip if bones, they're sticking yeah. out right, right. Uh, so that you can like you balance remember, your pants on. I remember wearing these pants. Oh. So uncomfortable. But I, I can't imagine that the yoga pants generation who's used to having full coverage up to the belly button in their yoga pants would embrace wearing these jeans. Well, if you've never done it before. That's true. It's like the high-waisted jeans you bought Marabou. Yeah. I mean, that's all I wore in high school. Were the high-waisted. High-waisted flares. Yeah. But... That's the thinnest that you're probably ever going to be in your life is in high school or, you know, if you're, yep. if you're a, like have that willowy shape where you don't have much in, in the name of boobs. Right. Yeah, much I don't in know. The name of butt, not, yeah. Yeah. It's probably the thinnest. And so that, that, that fashion looked great. It did. Uh, but low raised jeans. Uh, <laughs> so trashy. No, I know. I'm not. So into many it. whale tails. All those oh, thongs. I remember all the don't you remember tails. everyone? Yeah. Uh, Everybody's apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Mm-hmm. She's got the whole world <laughs> looking, looking at, at her. her. She hit the floor. Oh, next <laughs> thing I know, know shorty got low, 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 low up. 
Bada bada boops and the booda bada beeps. Okay. beeps. Okay, so other things that um the hardest working royal family member has been revealed. Um, I think somebody told us this about a month ago. Princess Anne is yeah. the hardest working royal with four hundred uh, this is her total appearance is four hundred and forty seven domestic and another seventy one outings overseas. Yeah. She really works hard. To put that in perspective, Princess Anne, Queen Elizabeth's yeah. oldest daughter, clocked more events than Prince William, Kate, and Prince Harry combined. Wow. Wills did 30, he did 70 abroad and 150 events at home. The only thing I'm going to say is from Queen Anne. She's neck I mean, and neck Queen with Princess, Princess Charles. Charles. Princess Anne is that they don't have to worry about security on the same level as the boys, I don't think, because they're not as sought after mm-hmm. so maybe it's easier for them to get in and out of places possibly so it's less expensive for yes. them to be doing more things than it yes. is to have the main the the fab four okay you know what i mean all right well yeah. for the third year in a row uh the duchess of cambridge kate has racked up the fewest number of public engagements just a mere total of 87 and um slacker huh She's a slacker. I know. Duchess <laughs> Meghan, they only count from May when she got married. Yeah, and how She's how had much? 45 domestic and 51 abroad. <sighs> wow. Anyway, some lady compi- compiles this every year. This lady by the name of... Um, Who's got too much time on her hands. Well, she's got time, and mm-hmm. she, fu- she pu- compiles the numbers from the published court circular of engagements at the palace i love that officially list. Well, i bet they have to have an official list to justify their you know their monarchy yeah mm-hmm. yeah because i was uh, gonna say justify my love but you know that's a madonna, <laughs> that's a madonna sign. sign she's justifying she's justifying her butt i her do padded butt. I, I think it is a depends diaper i think she, she was on her way to new york david <laughs> is 13 he wanted to go to <laughs> times square and she knew that she she wouldn't be caught no, in a defense, no, Lori. That Julia. is full well, on. That no. is full on. Look at my booty. Uh, okay. That is full on. Look at me. Yeah. She's sporting it. She wants. That is full on. I'm still relevant, Madonna. Well, I know, but I don't if think she want, meant for people to be saying all these uncouth things about her. Her, her swaddled rear end. Well, how can you not when you suddenly look at someone and they turn and you see a shelf. That's a, we're, it's we're like you're pregnant. Able. It's like if you turn sideways and someone says, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were nine months pregnant. But if they turn the opposite section, oh my God, I didn't know your butt had babies. Yeah. I mean, you're nine months pregnant in your butt. That's yeah. what it, that's the shock value, Lorene. Yeah, it's not a depends. Lori's still, God, I love how you justify your girl. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. I'm just I, trying to, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, no, now that is a sight you can't unsee. I'm watching Jerry Hall push Rupert Murdoch out of the water. Okay? And I am telling you, there should be a warning on that. Oh, my God. They're so sweet together, oh but gosh. she's literally oh, wait, pushing I him. See this. Uh, oh, go to the, the Daily, Daily Mail, Mail. Donnie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible. Absolutely. We really are. We're, we're terrible people. That but is you know what? you can't see. Listen, I've got randoms. We gotta go. We do have to go. Yes. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, where to start today? Do you want to know what today is, first of all? It is National Um Motivation and Inspiration Day. Oh, you call? Okay, I've got some words of wisdom for you. So every year, you, you, oh, 
Was that for me? Ring-a-ling-a-ling? Oh, I'm right here. I'm here. Okay, hold on. Okay. I have to put on my glasses. All right. Okay, so I know that neither of you set goals or... Tra- you don't... This isn't your thing. No. New Year's resolutions. But you do have goals and you have different things that yeah. you want to accomplish. Yeah. So here are, um, according to therapists, um, uh, the... The counseling group in Georgia, it includes a licensed professional, counselor, psychotherapist, and all these other people. The biggest thing when people are making New Year's resolutions is it's always based, I'm going to exercise five times more a week and I'm going to lose weight. Right. And those are very um, specific things that if you don't do them, you feel bad about yourself. um, And it leads you to struggle with anxieties and feelings of inadequacy because you... Maybe failed last year at it, and two weeks in, you're failing again, and you're out. You're hard on yourself. Yes, and so, the world in general, there's a lot of anxiety too. Yeah. So, like, you're giving yourself even more permission to feel even more. Right. Uh, so, get away from that. Get away the, from that. All right. The good. thing that people are recommending is you create resolutions that serve your mental or emotional health instead of setting goals around weight management or money or whatever. So you're putting energy out there to protect your mental health, and like, for example, holistic improvements rather than she achieving a specific result, like an intention of maybe this year I'm going to learn um, how to meditate, learn how to say no. OK, OK, learn how to meditate, because saying no, think of the stress when you say yes to things you don't want to do it and you couldn't say no, learning how to take care of yourself, prioritizing sleep. Sleep is such a big darn deal Studies show that we not only are more irritable and anxious and depressed when we're not sleeping well, but we struggle to function intellectually. So start journaling in the morning and why they say this is good. And it can be three things today. I'm grateful for that the sun's finally out. You know, I made my bed and um, what a great cup of coffee. I mean, it's that simple, but not to go immediately when you wake up on your phone, reading the news, reading your emails. You need to have time for your brain to just wake up and Slow. set a positive thought. Yeah. And it's just taking care of your psyche before you get anxiety reading headlines right. or something like that. All right. Um, and they just say five to ten minutes. It, it doesn't even have to be that much. Shit. It's so easy. And then um, change how you talk about things. And you've said this to me before, and I feel like I'm way better. But the I shoulds only drag you down, people. I should do this. I should go visit That's my mom more. Right. I should go... Do this. I should have ran the marathon. I should have paid off the bills and, you know, last should've, month. Should have, would have, could have. Yeah, that is nothing. Mm-mm. So switch it to, I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I'd like to go visit my mom or I enjoy visiting her. Maybe that's a goal. I'm going to try. Yeah. But it's not should. Should is such a negative, negative word. And all you're doing when you say I should is saying I suck. Okay. As a person. So don't be doing that. Should. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Places an expectation of perfection on our life that's often re- unrealistic. Make more time for self-care. Taking a walk. It's about freeing up my mind, enjoying green spaces, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But it's time that I'm just going to do Being something very just very motivational for me. today, Julia. Well, it's January 2nd. That's right. I wasn't here on the 1st. <laughs> and right. I um, started today with setting a daily intention. And this is just, you frame something positive to shift your mindset. Like today, I'm not going to complain about anything. Yeah. Today, I'm going to okay. really enjoy my coworkers. Or today, I'm really going to smile a lot. Whatever it is. Yeah. But here's a big one that I think is, is, is cool, is learning something nude. This helps your mood, your self-esteem, your outlook on life, and it helps your brain big time. So maybe you're going to learn how to meditate. Maybe you're going to learn how to read palms, learning yoga, making cheese, going to the, you know, going to having people over to your house and they're all making their food, Lori, and you set up the salad bars. Maybe you're going to learn how to cook a different style. Maybe you're going to learn how to do be an expert in Excel or social media, but it's... Learning something new is so critical because mm-hmm. people who don't feed their brain with new information, your brain gets stagnant. And this is the number one thing they say with dementia is that the more yeah. you learn and exercising movement, it could be, I'm going to move 10 minutes. I'm just going to walk up and down the steps. So Casey probably rehearsing that uh, bride, uh, the father, the bride toast for the past two and a half months. He said a whole legal probably- panic pad of it, um, paper. Yeah, he did so many iterations of it, and I was kind of the speech wrangler, but, you know, that was probably good for him to be thinking and... And saying it out loud to and you. And saying it out loud, but also remembering, like, like what, what? how do you sum up your daughter's life and what she means to you in under five minutes? Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of a... That's, that's a challenge. Wow. It's a challenge, yeah, and um, so you really had to... You know, I, I did listen to it a lot. And I, the first time he said he did it, I said, uh, is the speech about you or your daughter? Because it was right. 10 minutes okay. about all the ways he was proud. Do you know what I mean? It's like right. this. It's a it, mm. it's a terror. It is. A, it's like people don't like public speaking for a reason. And that's because very often if you have to do it in a personal circumstance, whether it be a eulogy, mm-hmm. a sad occasion or a happy occasion like a wedding, all lies on you, and how do you make it be meaningful without it being About droning you. on and on yeah. and losing right. the crowd? And mm. he really, you he know, he'd gone to two other weddings and seen two Father of the Bride speeches, so he really felt the pressure because he had seen his two friends do it. Yeah, and they were good. Yes. Oh. Yes, it's, it's something about that because that goes so I in. Believe that, yeah, that goes into okay. the next thing. On, um, I don't know if you guys ever go to Fast Company. It's a really cool website, but it's all new trends and new marketing and new technologies and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But one of their things is you should why you should write a letter to your future self. You know, dear Laurie San, mm-hmm. um, I'll see you next December thirty first, and let's just check in. And I hope this year was so-and-so and that you got to do so-and-so mm-hmm. and i know you wanted to do this and i hope you did it but just picturing kind of laying out there it's it's not a la secret like but it's laying out there kind of some positive intentions that you want to happen this yeah. year and it's not 
it's not a number thing. It's not I'm going to save $50,000. Yeah. I'm not going to save ten, two thousand or one hundred or whatever. Right, right, right. It's or lose fifty pounds. It's just I'm going to live my life more joyful this year, mm-hmm. or something like that. Right, I remember I like two years ago when we had a lot of young men in our life passed away. Yes, I felt like I was so bogged down with empathy that it took over my life because I was so sad yeah. for the year for everybody yeah. else. And last year, my intention was to be happy. Yeah, and you know however that forms but that was my mantra that yeah. i would try to keep in my mind right that's that's good just so anyway so those are the little very helps yeah, that's, that's a little thing very inspirational julia thank you mm, thank you mm, and mm. when all that fails buy some girl scout cookies i don't remember I, them being on, on sale on january 2nd neither do i i feel I, like they were a march thing fight. yeah i feel like it is a late spring because i'm going back to the bowling alley yeah tonight, and they oh. sell them up there the but kids. it feels very early. I will report to you tomorrow if there's I, any Girl Scouts up and there. And from a marketing standpoint, everyone is kind of on this new Yeah, no, it's thing. not a good time it's for It's not Girl a good Scout time cookies. to be ordering cookies. Although they've yeah. got a gluten-free brand uh, cookie in their lineup. Yeah. What's the new one, Julia? It's called Caramel Chocolate Chip. Caramel Chocolate mm. Chip. Well, that's fine. Good. Yeah, good luck. But good it luck. has a hint of sea salt, and it's certified gluten-free. All right. But I do think the timing. Two... Soon. Too soon. All right. Listen, we got uh, Holly is going to give us a traffic update. And when we come back, oh, some people are really, really mad at this comedian. Oh, come. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Well, trending online this afternoon is Heidi Klum. She says that she has apologized to Drake for ghosting him. That was the story last year that she ghosted Drake and well now she says sorry it's okay she is engaged to another human being so it is fine. And also trending online this afternoon uh, Kanye West uh, he is not performing at Coachella this year. The lineup is expected imminently so look forward to seeing who's going to be performing out in the desert very soon. Of course Coachella taking place over two weekends in April in California. And also trending online this afternoon it seems that Tony Braxton and Birdman well they are no longer a couple and also trending Carrie Ann Inaba. She is officially replaced julie chen over on cbs's the talk this afternoon that's what's trending here at my talk now you know what we know see more at mytalk1071.com hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us um we had false information yes Everybody well, got not, everybody got fooled. Everybody had wrong information. All I, the networks. Did the Girl Scouts put it out wrong about the cookies? I don't know. I'm surprised I saw everybody got Girl it wrong. Scouts on GMA this morning. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's regionally the cookies are for Listen, sale. Listen, this is the best news for Girl Scout cookies no to be getting this kind of publicity a month before they even go on sale. Like really six weeks before they go on sale. How weird is that? Yeah, who cares? All right. Yeah. Okay. So All right. Well, just, maybe, maybe. You're may- not going to see him outside your bowling alley. Like no, six. not tonight. I really didn't think I was going to because kids aren't even in school this I week. I know. Okay. So um, this audio leaked um, or was posted of a set that Louis C.K. did at a, sh- at a uh, comedy club in New-, in New York, like December 16th. Okay. And um, this, well, I don't know. If it's going to be the final nail in his comedy coffin, coffin career or mm-hmm. his coffin, uh, I don't know. Let's run what what we have from ABC. 
Louis C.K. is back in hot water after this audio leaked where he's heard mocking survivors of mass shootings. You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way. Now I gotta listen to you talking? Audience members can be heard cheering on the comedian, but on the outside, some outraged. Director and comedian Judd Apatow voicing his concern on Twitter saying, why is it so hard to make amends? Instead, he sought new victims. It's super messed up and deserves discussion. And a father of one of the Parkland shooting victims, Fred Gutenberg, tweeting, my daughter was killed in the Parkland shooting. Why don't you come to my house and try out your new pathetic jokes? As fans and critics wonder what's next for the comedian, another celebrity tainted during the Me Too movement gets ready for his public appearance in court. Kevin Spacey has been ordered by a judge to appear in a Nantucket court on Monday for a hearing on a sexual assault charge. Spacey resurfacing after nearly a year out of the public eye. Both CK and Spacey are seemingly trying to make comebacks for the new year, but experts say these attempts might have fallen short. If you show contrition, um, people have the potential to forgive you. And I don't think either of these guys in this case are at that stage. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and that is true. And it was interesting hearing the ladies um, on The View talk about this because Joy Behar is a comedian, Whoopi Goldberg. Right. And, um, and uh, Ricky Gervais had, you know, chimed in and he's like, comedians can joke about whatever the hell they want, you know, which is totally true. Right. But I thought Joy's point about, um, she said, comedy right now, there's, there's so many riches. Yep. And she said, and the lazy way of a comic is to punch down. Right. Yep. Yeah. And she said, there's so much great stuff to punch up at. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, where you can take something and if you want to really put all your outrage and disdain, she said the easiest punching uh, bag and comic foil is punching down. She said that's a Old comedy stereotypes thing. and different things. Yeah, like that. she said it'd be you know it would show more contrition um to develop something completely and new. punch up yeah. and instead of being like the old man get off my lawn right um kind of a thing and um you know it was i listened to the whole thing i mean actually he said you know far worse things i mean I, he, he was yes. There was worse in the headlines. Too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. was yeah. it was just like, but you know, again, you gotta be at a comedy club and you know, be there for it. But anyway, I don't think he's helping himself. And I thought if he listens to Joy uh Behar, uh, because you know, you gotta remember Louis C. K jerked off in front of who knows how many right. women. It was a part of a thing. If you were on a, a comedy show with him in the green room, in the green room, then when he, he was would in power, do that. He would do that. Yeah. It's, it's gross. It's just completely it's very gross. Yeah. Completely ridiculous. And I'm that he got away with it. to have comebacks and everything. Of course. But, but I am with Joey Behar. Why don't you punch up? There are lots of punching uh, bags that you could make fun of or things that you could make be topical time whatever instead of being the old man get off my lawn yelling at kids who are trying to make a difference right. and so you know what i mean it just like seems but, so but he's still getting bookings that's the thing and the, the uh, we talked about this on monday when you guys were gone the owner of this club he thought it was an honor and a privilege yeah. to have this comic genius. Well, he did go on, on in his set about how he lo hates New York City now because he lost thirty-five million dollars yeah, from I all know. of this. Oh, boo-hoo! Right? Yeah. yeah, that was I, your fault. Yeah. Oh, we. You know, nobody feels. Uh, no. Sorry I mean, I for can't you. imagine doing I, what he did. 
And not understanding it. Yeah. I wonder where the uh, two million unboxed DVDs of I Love You Daddy are, where they're getting, where they're like at (laughs) some story. That's the movie he had coming out when all of this news broke. And it was like in light of all of his masturbatory jokes he's always made for years and years. And was it the movie with Amanda Seyfried? Uh, I, I don't say. recall. I don't anyway, it was very one. delicate. It was sort of like uh, having feelings towards a 16-year-old as an adult grown-up man. Oops. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, no, it was oops. Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, Chloe, yeah. yeah. Probably in a storage shed in Queens, New York. Two million. <laughs> I love you, daddies. <laughs> Anyway, and Kevin Spacey, he's got to go. He's got to show up in court. He tried. His attorney tried to say, oh, it's going to be too crazy and chaotic to have me show up in person. They're like, nope, you're showing up. They said it would heighten prejudicial media interest in the case. Listen, there's been media interest in the case. He's been out and about. Besides giving pizza to someone. Paparazzi. Paparazzi. He's also doing some other things. But um, Did you see the hat he had on? Retired. Retired in, mm-hmm. since 2017. Yeah. yeah. Very funny. Well, I mean, you know, he's... He, the thing that's weird to me about Kevin Spacey is that he's 59 years old. So he um, comes of age in you know, goes to high school and graduates in the late 70s, maybe goes to college or acting school. Like, if he was somebody that was... 69 or 79 you can understand like more the but it was like more the sheltered homosexuality yes. kind of thing but it was more out there i mean i re, i, I yeah. mean he, he why he why young men were his and you know. that in that he chose to always i remember andy Cohen was like in his book outed outed kevin spacey he said, you know, in his very first book. Right. And he got some crap about it because Kevin Spacey, people were like super PC on the other side, let somebody say it. And he's is like, he or isn't he? everybody knows he's right. always surrounded by young men and he holds court and right. he doesn't make it be a secret. So he said, I'm not going to be making it a secret if he's out in public surrounded by, you know, his young men and it's very obviously in a gay bar right that was kind of andy's thing but he was serving up the dish right and left in that but i'd kind of forgotten that he'd gotten some criticism about that but it's like just i don't know why kevin spacey even at the tonys remember he made fun of that his supposed you know gayness like with a wink wink and a nod nod to the camera so um yeah that's i don't know Maybe that's why karma doesn't need to be a bitch. I don't follow. Her karma is a okay. bitch. Yes, you don't need go. to be. Maybe that's it. That's why we don't need to be yeah. bitches. I tried to follow that one, but karma, I got lost. Karma will be a bitch for there you. Connect the points. Connect the dots. All right, fine. <laughs> anyway, the Big Little Lies stars are starting to. There's a little interview with Meryl Streep on access i mean the the access hollywood and the like those people take two weeks off mm-hmm. so they have so much gossip to catch up on oh i know you know it, that it's kind of like but i suppose they're you know anyway but they were talking about um you know meryl streep is playing the mother-in-law to of, nicole kidman's character of alexander skarsgård yeah. who 
Are we missing pictures on yeah, the manual? Yeah, I, I haven't. They've fallen down, but I haven't laminated yet. Oh, I'm taking right. them to the lamination station. Station. Okay, good. Uh-huh. Alexander's, uh, sorry for the interruption. Yeah. Alexander Skarsgård, I've seen two trailers for this, uh, the movie Aftermath. Have you seen this? No. Uh, it takes place in Berlin, 1946, right after World War II. Yeah. And I think it's uh, 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 the, the woman from Pirates of the Caribbean. Kira Knightley, Knightley is in this, and she's married to an American serviceman. And uh, like a... the British say, we are taking over your house. Yeah. You know? And it looks like a love story develops between Alexander Ooh. Skarsgård's character, he's the German, yeah. and Kira Knightley's character. Oh, as one aftermath. It, yeah. Oh, I can see it happening. The aftermath right now. of World War II. Yes. Too, and then falling in love with a German guy who was probably in the German army. Not clear from the trailer if he oh. was in the army or not. Okay. Well, but, they conscripted, they yeah. went as low as 11 and 12 year olds, yeah. the Germans yeah. did by the end of the war. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Because mm-hmm. we know that from. Um, all the light you cannot see. Oh. That that book is told, yeah, but f- right. mm-hmm. from the perspective of the boy, he gets conscripted when he's twelve mm-hmm. right. into Hitler's army. Oh, right. yeah, that's. But anyway, so anyway, Laura Dern is on the cover of Vanity Fair, the uh, February issue, a little bit bigger than the January issue, which <laughs> I haven't even been able to pick up because yet, of even the, the horrible brown cover. <laughs> That was the funniest. Why would you think you're going to sell much in the way of magazines with such a dreary background? Anyway, uh, she had a lot of thoughts to share with the magazine. So I I look forward to seeing that. And they're calling the article Big Little Truths. Because I'm sure it's time to promote this next season. Oh, I know. I wonder when. I'm going to find out. I'm totally going to find out. Okay, listen, we come back. It's time to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? All right, let's get to it, honey. Okay, Andy Cohen revealed on his New Year's Eve special with Anderson Cooper, it's a boy, it's a boy, I gotta tell you something, I cannot wait to meet this boy. And it's gonna happen really soon. Yeah, don't you think that he probably selected, you know, like... The sex? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. This seems like, you know, I could see him having a boy. Oh, totally. Yeah. In fact, I might be worried about the girl if he did have a girl. I'm oh. glad it's a boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right. Just because he's kind of a party animal yeah, and he's been yeah. single for many years, yes, it would not yes. unlike be how Julia might feel about me. She might feel better if I were to tell her, oh, Julia, I'm having a baby, but don't worry, it's going to be a boy. And by the way, he's going to be eight or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, are we ever going to watch Red Table Talk? No. No. We just don't watch Facebook. I don't. All right. I well, don't need to yet. I haven't watched everything on Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix, and this t- television. Well, she, like uh, your niece and my bonus girl, she and Will got married all those many years ago on, on New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. And so she says this. Uh, she said this on Monday. It's more of a life partnership. So it's not steeped in marital in that day. You don't really celebrate that day. You know what I'm saying? No. No, we don't. She just... Okay, so this made me think maybe they're Jehovah Witnesses. They they don't celebrate wedding anniversaries? Birthdays? Holidays? I don't know. I I mean, but his 50th birthday, I know Will Smith skydove. Yeah, so he's not celebrating, so they're not... Yeah, I don't don't know, but she's so weird and vague about her their marriage 
Yeah. We don't celebrate our anniversaries. It's Well, it, they're above it. They're above marriage. Right. They have such a special connection that they're above marriage. Good for you. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, Rebel Wilson uh, had was skiing in Aspen, and this, this happened to me where you've gone up too high, and your option is a steep black run mogul with the moguls the size of Volkswagens. Mm-hmm. And you try scooting down on your butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I thankfully was able to do to get down to the next level. She was somewhere where they had to call the people. The medics, I would be see and here, take her down in one of the in the in the gurneys. Yeah, yeah, the ski gurney things. I would not only embarrassing, but I'd be <laughs> oh embarrassed. I've had to do this. You have? At, yes, at one time. At um, I mean, I've had to really psych myself out out up to go down some scary I think it was stuff. At, Key, at Keystone maybe one time or it might have been a base I can't remember and then for sure one time on an icy um wall an icy wall of ice in and you had a in, friend who in told New you Hampshire. Was no problem I was skiing with someone who had been skiing since he was four and mm-hmm. he too there was nothing to even grab it was just like we found ourselves that happened to me at Spirit Mountain when yes. it was ice skating. I thought I was going to hit the chairlift pole. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. It is scary. So anyway, so, she's hashtag horizontal skiing. I know. I, I thought that was so funny. I thought that was... But how embarrassing. Oh, well, you know what? You it's better, it's than better than breaking dead. your spine yeah. or That's something right. else. Crazy. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Everyone was in Aspen. Kim and her little kids were there. Um, Aspen is the Richie Riches. Yeah. That's where the stars go to play. I'm still so surprised that the Kardashians ski. I'm not. Skiing is so fun. And if you grew up skiing, they probably went to Big Bear. Yeah, Or when, you know, grew up in Tahoe. You know, their dad was from the East Coast. So was their mom. Yeah. You know. No, no. Chris Jenner. I thought she grew up in New York. No. No, she was a flight attendant there. She grew up like in the slums of San Diego. Oh, there you go. Whatever those are. Yeah. But skiing (laughs) skiing (laughs) is such a fun family sport. It is. So I can see why she does. You know, we're ever in, in Duluth. See, you know, we lived overseas where there was no skiing. Where we, right. You know, but uh, Duluth got a ton of snow. well, but Duluth families ski there because Montelac. It's it's been for years. Um, like, where's that? Fifth, Montelac is out like on the uh, way the west end. Like, if you're coming in Duluth off of twenty three, I've never even heard of it before. Oh, they, you can get a family, you can get a pass for for like the whole family for ninety nine dollars. Oh, it was like probably three like or four how people. skiing at Como Lake Zoo, like we used to do, or Birch Park. Well, it's kind of a little decent little bowl mm-hmm. at Montelac. Fun, yeah, it's so fun. I so mean, that's why a lot of Duluth, rope and you just go up to the top and go down. A lot of Duluth family, they would start out there, and yeah. then if you were good at it, then they'd let you. You know, go then you move club. on to Spirit Mountain. Yeah, yeah, the big one, the big one. Okay, so South Lake is buzzing with Tom Cruise sightings, real and not real. Woo-hoo. Pretty much every this handsome, stocky guy morphs into Tom Cruise because he's in town. Well, remember the day that Casey and I were in town when George oh, Clooney yes, I do. was in filming New in New Spirit of Beach? That, yeah. Oh, yeah. We you were, went crazy. We were one step behind him all day long. Yep. The nail salon, the place that he was staying at. It was for that Disney movie about the future yes. thing. Yes. And it bombed. Futureland or something. Yeah, Futureland. Yes. They Terrible filmed. Movie. They filmed. They used all of downtown New Smyrna for that. Yeah. Yeah. And it does set a small town's heart racing to oh, have. yeah, sure. Oh my gosh! What is the name of this town in Nevada? It's called South Lake. It's um, 
State line Nevada, so oh, I would I would go if I knew Tom Cruise was Top in town. Top Gun is going to be maybe there's some good desert areas right. out there for yeah. whatever to fly the planes. Fly the planes. Yeah, I would I would you know he's Tom Cruise. Okay, do I you know, still want to meet him someday. Well, Julia, if he ever stops making movies and gets nominated for anything and walks the red carpet, I'd love to meet. I I still want to meet him. Uh, Dina Lowen must be glad CBS has some extra money uh, hanging around because they're offering her $100,000 to be on Celebrity Big Brother. I wonder if I should. That's the one Julie yeah, Chen I know. hosts. Maybe. Part she's going to get. I'd take it if I was her. Well, she, she hosts both, both versions. The UK yeah. and the one here? No, no, the no Big Brother and then the Celebrity yeah. Big Brother. Oh. Yeah. Oh, duh, she's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. She's such, that's such a name that younger people are like, what? Who? Who? Huh? Well. She's the orange Oprah. Donnie, did you guys talk about Lindsay Lohan? We're getting a sneak peek of her reality show. I think that starts this weekend. No, we uh, purposely avoided it. On VH1. We might want to talk about that (laughs) tomorrow. No, we we didn't talk about it, no. Yeah, there's a little trailer. How'd it look? Well, she's trying to be boss lady, but she's no Lisa Vanderpump. Stay tuned. Lisa Vanderpump, anything she says sounds great because she's got an English accent. Oh, I know. True, yeah. And she true. carries around her little dog, um, Jiffy, or what was his name? You know, Gigi. 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 Uh, by like the way, Jiffy. Prince Harry <laughs> is giving up booze and caffeine for pregnant Meghan Markle. Well, this is always something that you hear. Do, I, you, do people do this? Is well, this a thing? It's just we're, like, a, like we're in, giving up drinking, and I'm like, why? Why do you need to? I need, you know, yeah. I just. I never did. I never, you I, never did? No. no, I mean, and you hear a lot of couples saying, you know, if I have to suffer, you should have to suffer. But I don't think that's this at all. I think it's more, she's into yoga. Her mom's a yoga instructor. You know, you can't have a lot of junk in your stomach when you do some of those poses. It hurts. You know, maybe he's just being a little healthier. Yeah, all right. And he's older and he's settling down. He's in a relationship. You're not going to be the fun uncle, party boy, boy when you have your wife with you everywhere and she's pregnant. You got to go home early. I mean, you just not. Yeah, I don't know that. How how much yoga do you do when you're pregnant? Can you pretty much do it right now? No, I don't know. Yeah, I I couldn't because parts of my fat get stuck in my rib cage. (laughs) And I'm like, I asked the yoga instructor, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting punctured. And she goes, oh, your fat's just getting stuck. She didn't say it that way. I hope she didn't. She said it kind of like that. Yeah. But in nicer yoga language. Sure. Yogalini. Yogalini. And the whole thing. Yeah, yogalini. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I'm like, oh, okay. Because I thought like I was pulling something out. But it was like I felt like things are getting stuck. And I'm like, well, that's just... An extra layer. Yeah, I haven't gone. I haven't taken a yoga class since I took the uh, hoof and butt off. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of pressure in your foot. Yes. In the poses in your wrists. Yeah. I'm, so I'm yeah. so I'm kind of waiting. Yeah. But I feel like I'm bowling tonight. I I kickboxed this morning. Well, you can do it. You can do anything, Supergirl. Yeah. I you, mean, you I got did, it all. I was able to dance. I want you to Hollywood speak this. Okay. Give okay. This is you know we're talking about trends. You were talking about the low waisted jeans coming back. And no, people, no. People no. want them. Some want them. But this is the other big trend, and this is posted. Um, in Japan, in their trends do start there first. Yes, they do. Uh, they're loving giant oversized backpacks that you could like put a tent, a sleeping bag, <laughs> maybe your blow up arrow bag, what? you know, and carry it around your back. Those are the hot new trend. Oh, that is so. I just not say work out this must us. be if you're looking for a house or something. Gee, I guess.
you know. We post them. They, they look ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and they're expensive. You could yeah. sleep in them. Yeah. You could. Basically. Yeah, it's everything you need. That's right. It's for the portable you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be All back. right, we'll be back.